everyone and welcome to yet another episode of taste of dragons the toddcast the video game podcast that all you waifus listen to Uh (laughs) haha this week the impact of the 35th town is among us the news is blocky our topic is into roleplay and our dragon this week is steaming valve co-founder gabe newell and as always my name is brian my name is troy amanda i'm lewis and i'm joe Hey guys, welcome to yet another rainy week in South Florida. <laughs> Just another rainy Florida. <laughs> it's been so much. It's so Non-stop. Much. I was like, I went to, I tried to go to a park today. I'm like, all oh, right, cool. It's like 530 and it looks like it's eight o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> it's those fall showers. You know, different than the summer showers and the April showers and the winter showers. <laughs> it's just wet. It's just wet here. You know, it, it's just always wet. Wetness. Did you know that the rest of the state got a cold front this week? It was like in the 50s and 60s, like it should be in fall. And that just weather was just like, no, nah, but not you guys. Now oh, y'all yeah. can yeah. be. It's just not you. You South Floridians can be sticky and hot. It can be 92 <laughs> degrees where you yeah, are. Yeah, I was yeah. in Orlando uh, yesterday and it was nice and cool in the morning. <laughs> like super cool. I'm like, oh, where were you? Yeah, Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and it was like super nice and cool, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm about to go to a swamp. Oh, so you're the reason yeah. for the layoffs. I, I got it. That's I got why. It. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Disney laid off a lot of people. Twenty-eight thousand right? people between Wait. both parks. Oh, that sucks. Sorry, Goofy. No, they haven't yet. They're they're starting. To. Yeah, they're go. Yeah, they're going to lay off twenty-eight thousand yeah. people. Yeah. It's either Goofy or Pluto, but they can't have two dogs. They can't. There's not room one, for both of them. One's got to go. They sent an email to everyone. Yeah. Um, even if they weren't getting laid off, just to warn them. Mm-hmm. But uh, like they that's, started doing calls. That's happening with the airline industry too. Um, yep. It's like, all right, you guys were were on break for a little bit, and now we got you back. And then it's like, oh right, our business is bad now. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need you all. But it's for Disney. What? Like, yeah, but they don't need as many people to run the park. I mean, no, because it's half. Ca- is that yeah. half capacity? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. They they're just money, losing money. That's they're just whatever. losing money is the problem. Which yeah, sucks. No. Yeah, sure. especially like. Because as bad as it is in California, there that is still a big job market. Where Orlando is completely based around tourism. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. So, like, what are you going to do? There's, nobody else is going to be hiring because it's also based on tourism. Like, oh, Florida a, is based on tourism. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go get a job at this water park. Nope. 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 I don't know. Maybe the restaurant next to? Nope. nope. How about the hotel that's there? Well, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So... Hopefully everything works out for them. Uh, we have de- several friends who work for the parks, so hopefully everything they need turns out all right. To make a VR park, that's good. Yeah, yeah. put need- me in, coach. I want to <laughs> go. I want to go on Space Mountain virtually. Yeah, I want to hug Mickey Mouse virtually. You just be hugging yourself <laughs> virtually. Virtually. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best hugs. Yeah, V <laughs> hugs. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but let's get into our games this week. What are you playing? And this week, uh, Lewis, would you like to start us off? And actually, it'll be me and you. Yeah. So this week uh, on Wednesday, we played in our friend zone on our Twitch, you know, Twitch plug. Um, <laughs> Twitch.tv <laughs> backslash Taste of Dragons. There it is. There it is. We played a little game called Among Us. That's right. And this game is a mafia-esque werewolf kind of game where 
it's a group of people and there's a killer and you have to find out who it is by discussing amongst yourselves. Uh-huh. Ah, among us. <laughs> <laughs> the classic old lie to your friends. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, how well can you defend yourself? And do you want to have friends anymore? Because <laughs> you don't. Uh, you, you find out very quickly who can lie to you very well. And then you get very suspicious of that person <laughs> throughout your entire life. You're like, wait a minute. It's like, you said my, my, my shorts were very nice the other day. <laughs> were you lying to me? You're a very good liar. <laughs> uh, but this game is a lot of fun. Uh, like Lewis was saying, it's kind of like a mafia werewolf style type game. Kind of mixed with space team or wireware where it gives you little tasks to do in order yeah. to win. Yeah, so you're on like a spaceship. Yeah, you're on a spaceship and you're trying to discover the imposters among you. Mm-hmm. While trying to f- keep the spaceship afloat. Correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, so if yeah. you complete all of your tasks, you guys win. However, if the imposters are able to kill all of it, all these crew members, or at least enough of the crew members that are the same amount as the imposters, they win. Right. So you're trying to figure out who it is amongst your supposed friends that is doing this to you. <laughs> it's a classic whodunit. It is. It's a good old Agatha Christie. Is that the detective? Yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I read books sometimes. You do. <laughs> Literate. Don't. Don't. Is that Inspector Thoreau? Uh, Thoreau. Thoreau? I don't know. I don't read yeah. books. The name Thoreau. of Agatha Christie's detective. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, all right, yeah. cool. I was yes-handing your Agatha the Christie <laughs> in the most awkward way possible. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Oh, man. <laughs> Agatha it's Christie. It's like Thoreau, is it? It's, hers is a different name. It's Poirot. Uh, Perot. Perot. Yeah, it was very close. Yes. It's, it's, I'm so sorry I brought Agatha Christie. I might be wrong, but I, no, think, I think that sounds right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That whole time, I don't. no one can see my face, but my eyebrows are very scratched. She's like, that's not the name. I haven't yeah. even read those books. Wait. I didn't even see the movies. So I, I just I got, said it. I got this, guys. <clears throat> Taking it back to one. Uh, oh, so you mean Inspector Perot? <laughs> There it is. Nailed it. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I, I was about to do, oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to our new podcast. And then there were podcasts. <laughs> I understand that, joke. <laughs> yeah, it no, you good. get it. it yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this game is a lot of fun. Uh, you can play with random people if you want. Uh, but we have a lot of friends and a lot of groups. Flex. Of friends. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I know people. I know people. Uh-huh. Uh, Hercule Perot. That's what it is. Hercule yeah. Perot. There it is. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It is. It is. Sorry. And sorry. we're back oh, to, and then there were podcasts. I'm, I'm so sorry. I just. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm really sorry. If you want to talk about video games and occasionally talk about a classic novel, then this is the podcast for you. But this week, we're going to swap them. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna mainly talk. <laughs> uh, silly, silly. But much like Hen- uh, Hercule Poirot, you have to find out who, who amongst those other people are. This are these people, and so. But when you start this game, though, y- you could be the person. You could be the person tasked with killing other people. And while you're the killer, though, you can sabotage stuff. You can you can do lo- all sorts of things. It's a lot of fun as long as you play with this the correct people. Yes. If you have the correct people who know this is a game, who are into it, even if they die, it's still fun, then it's fine. So so I do have a serious question. Yes. Mm. I was the imposter once, uh-huh. but I probably got voted off nine times. <laughs> what is it about me that makes people not trust me? Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Viewers at home, please send me emails. I need feedback. <laughs> you do a lot of accusing. Yes. yes, I do. You do a lot of accusing, and you also... You always are like, no, this person was messing with me. They're cool. And they're always an imposter. 
you were always throwing off the sense of other people. So it was just one of those things like she has to be working with them. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's the accusing. When you accuse so much, it's like, well, obviously they're the one. Is, they keep accusing. Is there a point, though, where she accuses so much that now it's just like a blanket where none of her accusations matter? Because it was it, also never me. So, like, you did win. <laughs> I did get to be the imposter twice. And I won both times. And I didn't get caught either of those There times. was one time where you were partnered. There were two imposters. And yeah. there were 10 of us playing, which is the max amount that you could play among us with. Yes. So we had two imposters. And I was in a room. And I literally, I didn't know who the imposter was. But someone killed me. And I was like, oh, no. And then someone came in to save me. And then you killed them. Yeah. And it was just two back-to-back murders in like three seconds. And I was like, these two cannot hang out together. <laughs> these two are dangerous. I was the one that was hosting the stream. So they could hear me, but we couldn't hear anybody else because that's how the game works. And so I'm talking to the stream and it was me and this other person. And as soon as it started, I saw it was me and him. I was like, oh, we're murdering everyone. <laughs> yeah, you two are both very good at video games. <laughs> And we did. Neither one of us got found out. By the time anybody even discovered a body, we had already killed four people. <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. Oh, it was bad. It was so good. <laughs> Shout out to Nack and Brian. Yeah. Should never play games together. <laughs> <laughs> Although, in our defense, as soon as those four bodies came up, we saw that four people had been murdered, and we were like, it's obviously Nack, right? Like, no one had seen anyone get murdered, but we're like, he is so good that only he could have killed these many people. <laughs> so and, like, and it's I knew, definitely Nack. And I knew it was him, but because I knew it was him, I was like, I was like, well, I don't, ha- I don't know. Does anybody know anything concrete? No. Well, yeah, I, I, you kept I don't using have, that word. I just don't concrete. have it. I used it every single round, though. <laughs> I was consistent. Yes, yeah, so it wouldn't <laughs> slip up. Exactly. So, but I was just like, well, I, I just got to skip my vote because I just don't know, and I can, conv- I, I convinced two other. Other people also skip, <laughs> so it was it was a tie, so yeah. we were fine. It's a really good uh, party social game. It yes, is very, it, it really fun. is, and we got we got a lot of people in on it, and it was fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because of that, and the right no one was getting weirdly upset. Yeah, because that would have sucked, <laughs> but that wasn't happening, thankfully. Yeah, and uh, yeah, whole lot of fun. Yeah, uh, if you if you have friends to play with, like if you have, because uh, I think you have to have at least five or four people to play with. Uh, it is a very fun game. It is. I will no longer be playing the game because I got murdered every single time. First, usually. It was first, usually, and then it just became a joke. Yep. There was one one of the round, the first round I was an imposter. I just happened to be running past you. I was like, well, he has to die. I don't care if anybody else is around yeah. me. He's He just has to die. Oh, no, I sought you out. Yeah. <laughs> After it was a joke, I was like, well, I have to see it's where like, Lewis is. Well, I have to look like, for him. I, mean, I would like to point out that I never murdered Lewis, but every <laughs> round people seem to think it was me. Yeah, and it's funny. Even people- when I was the imposter, I didn't kill Lewis. Yep. <laughs> or there was one time when they thought it was me and you, and then we both died. It's like, happy? <laughs> the very next, somebody discovered a body, and uh, it was both of you guys dead. We're like, well, obviously it wasn't them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, or, good or job. maybe it was them, and this is their plan. It was, <sighs> it was, it was so much of, of a joke that Lewis finally was the imposter in one of the rounds, oh, and God. his phone died. Yeah. So he was still the first one out. Worst. <laughs> Worst. I didn't even get a chance to kill anyone. No. It was hilarious. The, ga- the game's like, nah, not for you. But the game the game is free on iOS. Correct. It's yep. $2 to get rid of the ads, but it's technically free. The ads aren't ob- obnoxious. They're not right. bad, yeah. so it's like whatever. And yeah. it's $4.99 at the computer. Yeah. So yeah. Like, very low ba- barrier to entry if you're thinking and about it. And it's a like, quick... Yeah 
yeah. small download. Normally yeah. being like, hey, you need four friends to play this game is like four friends times 50 bucks for a mm-hmm. game is like a lot of money, but five bucks is Yeah, and, and again, you can play with randoms. It is a little bit like, it's just weird because you don't know these other people. Whereas if it's your friends, you can, you know, you kind of know their tells, you know, their little yeah. things. So I think it's it's great. It's a great game. And if you if you don't have a lot of friends to play with, check us out on Wednesdays for the Friend Zone That's on right. Twitch. Uh, yeah. Even if you have you lots our of friends, friends, bring them totally over. Totally come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even, if, even if you're like the most friendly person in the world. We can even if you have as many friends as Brian does. Brian has the most. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this is the hottest game to come out in 2018. So <laughs> it came out in 2018. Did it really? Yeah, really? It's just, it only became big because a whole bunch of streamers started playing it. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is a game of, and, and because streamers started playing it, it shot to number one on Steam. That's oh. crazy. Good for them. Yeah. T- took two years, but hey, they did it. Hey, that's all it takes. <laughs> that's all it takes, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was for Lewis and I, Among Us. Yeah. And then uh, what about you, Joe? What did you play this week? Nintendo Shadow dropped Super Mario 35. Ooh. Ooh so that is a new, new release. release. That is correct. And it is awesome. It is the Tetris 99-like Mario game where you play with 35 other people and you are basically running through levels and as you murder enemies it sends those enemies to the other 35 people 34 people playing and as they murder enemies they send them to you and to other people and you can choose to attack them you can choose to attack randos you can choose to do whatever you just basically keep going and there's a timer and you're playing mario 1 1 like yes. this is the first mario yes. level you're getting through that, well you could play so right now there's a special uh, i was i didn't realize what i was doing all day there's a special game being played right now so you can start off with any of the levels and it gives you 20 coins and it starts you as a, a bigger than Mario with the oh, mushroom. So wow. you start off with a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. And then you play through and uh, every 20 coins you if you get, you can choose to randomize, random roulette and item. So it'll give you a power star. It could give you the power button. It could give you another mushroom. It could give you the same fire flower you already have. Who knows? It's phenomenal. The game is really, really fun. And it's it's a really fun twist on a very muscle memory based old game does it feel like you're making an impact because like this this reminds me of tetris 99 where it's just like you versus a bunch of people and i was playing tetris and it was hard for me to see like exactly what i was doing to the other players you it just seems automatic see no you, it, you could know it be in, shenanigans it, mm-hmm. uh no you can totally see it when it's happening to you oh, okay. <laughs> oh I, I at one point i was playing i think the highest i have gotten so far is number four left Okay. And and every time I've died at, at a low number, it's because I stupidly thought I could make a jump that I couldn't make. So I did my jo- I did the job of killing myself for them. But uh, no. there's a little red like counter thing, like a little uh, like almost like a what do you call it a, a sight uh, when you're looking down a sight of a gun, whatever the heck. Oh, crosshair. Right, right. Crosshair. crosshair. Thank you. There's almost like a little square crosshairs that happens when you've been targeted by other okay. people. Oh. And oh my gosh when you get to the lower numbers they all just somehow magically pick one person and Aww. there is there was like 40 enemies on the screen so that's that's the thing it's just you just get more enemies more to, and more to and more and then the timer's going down so if you don't have enough time you die because you don't have enough time if you don't move fast enough and you're the lowest counted you're the lowest in the time then some of sometimes it'll automatically flip you to being being attacked by enemies the upside, though, you got 40 enemies on there and you got a fire flower, you just sent 40 enemies to somebody else. <laughs> and it's amazing. You can jump on them and it gets you more time. So if you jump on a mushroom, you get to plus oh, two. Oh, that's cool. If you, shoot him with the, if you hit him with a fire flower, you get plus one. 
it, if you depending on how you kill things you can get them in succession it'll plus uh, one more second onto each one of the mushrooms you jump off of it's really really fun so far i have not won it's yet i'm, I'm such, excited such a fascinating concept to me to take a a single player platforming retro game it's and weird. then make it into a multiplayer combat driven right. <laughs> battle royale battle yeah. royale yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's nice. i like i love it i love this high concept it's pretty cool. and it's free it's free, kind it's free. Well, yeah. no no you have to have the nintendo online Service. Service, I think yeah. is what it is. Okay. And, and if you have. It's like you, 20 bucks, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's twelve ninety nine for the year or yeah, 19 like for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, worth it. You can pay for the month. I think it's only like three ninety nine or something yeah, like that for cheap. a month. The only way to play the game right now is if you have that. Oh, nice. And they're going to open it up for everybody, I think, soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you play as Luigi? Not yet. Okay. Mm. Now, this is okay. Mario's 35th, sir. <laughs> Mario. Yeah, man. This way they can sell it to you again, and it'll be this Luigi's 35th. Exactly. It does have a time limit, apparently, on it. It's only playable till March. Yeah, March thirty first. Yeah, I think that's what it said. Really? Because uh, yeah. to download or no, no it's just to, to, play. Play. to play. This game is only available till March. Why? I, none of us know. It's it's, it's for Mario's thirty fifth anniversary. It's something that they just do in Japan where it's always time limited stuff. Limited releases. And so okay. like they do that with like uh like with like the Kirby Cafe, a couple of other things. It's just one of those. Hey, just right. play it while you can, enjoy it, and then it's just always just time limited stuff. So that's just that's what fair. they're doing. That way, it's not a service they have to continue to pour money yeah, into. Yeah, exactly. And then next year is also uh, Link's or Legend of Zelda's 35th anniversary. <gasps> so people are thinking they're just going to make way for, oh, for the, whatever they're going to oh, be doing man, for Link. I can't wait to see with you. So. Oh, hopefully like Ocarina of Time and George's Mask. You know what? I'll be honest. I don't want that. I, I really don't. You know how many times I've remastered those games? You're right. Yeah, they <laughs> they're ju- they great did it, they games. Like I played them like four 3DS. different consoles. You're right. I would prefer Wind Waker. <laughs> That's also already been done. Yeah, which has also been HD remade for the this Wii U. What if they do an HD favorite. remake of Breath of the Wild, though? <laughs> what if it's a full 4K version of yeah. Breath of the Wild instead yeah. of a 2.7? Yeah, I'd be down What with if that. they treat it like it's like fully remastered? <laughs> I mean, they not, get me. They get me for 60 bucks. Not, like, I must play this. The quirk seeds. I feel like that's a game that's easier now. I feel like that's, that's a game jo- uh, Troy's going to be talking about in a little bit. <laughs> oh, for sure. Pretty not, much. Not a fan favorite, but I'd like to see Twilight Princess. A lot of people want to play Skyward Sword again, Twilight Princess yeah. again, because those are games they have not remastered multiple times. Yeah. What if they take the motion out of it that you had to do with the Wiimotes and then made it like a regular Zelda game? Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think they could I, do that. I mm-hmm. would say as a person who barely moved a controller to do everything in that game in the first place, it was super easy to do, barely any convenience. And then secondary to that, uh, they took a lot of the motion out of Mario Galaxy for the Super Mario 35 and people don't seem happy about it. Oh. I prefer yeah. no motion because I'm not trying to fly a spaceship. I just want to play a video game. <laughs> but in, in Galaxy, though, it really is a part of the experience. It was, really? so, yes. it was, yes. really it was very ingrained. Yes. Oh, okay. Smartly. Yes. It was. Oh, okay. Galaxy is probably one of the only games where the motion control Control, I actually did the motion control as not as a giant gesture, but I did completely move my hand if you had to. Okay. Because it was part of how you played. And, right. and then the new Mario, a lot of people are complaining that Galaxy is, has lost its kind of charm. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's part of the charm of it. You don't have it anymore because the Joy Cons don't work the same way the Wiimote did. Mm, right, right. Yeah. They're not as, uh, the accelerometers are not as, I guess, intricate or something. That's what most people are complaining about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, cool. So that was Mario 35? Yes. Super Mario 35. Super Mario 35. There we go. I know it's forgetting something. All right, cool. And then what about you, Troy? What did you play this week? Well, the Tokyo Game Show was last week, and that was dope. Uh, And they shadow dropped a special game called Genshin Impact, which is a new new release. release. Uh, Genshin Impact is a free-to-play action role-playing game that is part of the Honkai Impact 3rd series. Yep. (laughs) 
um, that I have never heard of. <laughs> I have. <laughs> All, yeah, really, you should be talking about this game, Brian. I, I, I heard about this game because I heard the news of it, and uh-huh. the trailer looked cool. And I remember thinking, like, oh, it'd be cool to play that. But well, I don't know what it is. It looked like Nino Kuni, the way that the art style was, very mm-hmm. uh, Ghibli Studio t- uh, style. And then a friend of mine I saw was playing it online. And so I texted them, and I was like, how's that Genshin game? And they were like, it's free to play. And then I downloaded it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you playing it on, uh, PS4? I'm playing it on the PS4, okay. but you can play it on the phone. Mm-hmm. On, and on PC. On PC, yeah. Probably the Xbox, no? Uh, no, uh, the Switch one is in development, but the it hasn't Switch been released one. yet. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, so this is a very classic action uh, uh, Japanese role-playing game. Um, there are so many systems involved. But the story kind of has me in a really kind of uh, simple kind of charming way where you get to pick between two twins uh male or female and whoever you pick the other one gets kidnapped and then adventure ensues you (laughs) wake up years later and you're like i gotta go find my twin and it's an open world and it's very reminiscent as you mentioned of zelda breath of the wild and when i heard that comparison i was like you're just saying it because it's kind of cartoony looking and it's an open world but no it even moves like breath of the wild like i went to go climb a like a like a mountain and just it, it climbs exactly how link climbs in breath of the wild like on all fours kind of inching up the same meter i was like oh well, you just you just did that that's fine yeah they even have like the the boboken like little tribes uh, yeah with the little like towers and yeah, everything the, but the they're different en- things yeah. they have like these little like tribal enemies uh that look just like the enemies from breath of the wild yep. and so yeah uh where it differs though i would say is where breath of the wild is very like I don't know. The game design in Breath of the Wild is very kind of open and free flowing. This is this is this is a gotcha game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. This, How's the cooking? Um, <laughs> the cooking is you you can. It's not as pretty. It's just it's, it's a it's a little mini game with like when you put the ingredients together or you see what you want to buy. If you have the ingredients or what you want to cook, um, um, if you have the ingredients and pretty much there's a meter on screen and you just have to stop the meter. Uh, in the in the spot that's the most yellow, <laughs> yeah, okay. and then you've cooked perfectly. Yeah. So it's very right. quick. It's a little stale, but it it's it's fine. One of the systems that uh, is just a drop in the bucket for all the systems that this game has. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many different ways to level up. I'm just confused for most of it. You have your own experience for your character, which you can level up your attributes, but then there's your adventure level, which uh, unlocks uh, special uh, gifts you can get, but also you can use not just your experience, but items to help boost your your levels. And then if you don't have enough, you can then purchase them for money, for real money. Mm-hmm. But then also your weapons also have attributes and upgrades and okay. <laughs> and some you know some grinding crystals and things like that. It's, so, it's a very gotcha game. Like yes. if you've played any of the free-to-play gotcha type games where you have to like, you know, you put, money into something and it gives you a random character it gives you a random thing you've played this you've played the systems of this game right and and i think where it's where it's okay for me is the systems are a little too much but the style i think is cool and the characters are actually really fun and charming yes it's open world right yeah it is open world yeah yeah it's free it is free it is free (laughs) and and so far the, the, the the amount that i've played of it yeah i'm i haven't put any money into it 
And I have not hit a roadblock where I can't pass. Oh, okay. The only roadblock I've hit uh-huh. is just a lot of NPCs to talk to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I'm in the first city right now. And you can talk to everyone. And they all have multiple dialogue uh, options for the most part, I guess. And when you have to go back into the conversation to get back to the part where the conversation deviated to see what else they would say. So I'm just spending like three to four minutes with every single character. And there's probably like 50 or more Maybe almost 100 characters in that I love the idea of this game making a commentary on your play style. Of being like, just go do the mission, man. Not everyone in town is interesting. Just go go do it. I'm talking to everyone. Go turn in the turnips. Don't talk to the baker about his third kid who lives in another town and wants to be a knight. I hate to put it to you, Troy, but also depending on where the story is, they also start saying different things about the story. (laughs) So you have to go back, Troy. So their dialogue options also evolve. As I, the story goes. You gotta spent, go back. I spent like an hour talking to people in that in that town, and then I turned a corner, and then there was all the shops, and I was like, I can't do this because <laughs> I have to talk to them about their lives, and then what they're selling, and what they think about what they're selling. It's just I was like, I'll come back later. I'm too tired. And the world's uh, pretty well detailed. Uh, it's uh, in the same way that Breath of the Wild is, where okay. it's not super detailed to like every nook and cranny is designed, but it's very fleshed out in a uh, kind of whimsical, artsy way. Okay. So yeah, I think I'm going to play some more Genshin Impact because I really like the world and the characters. Hopefully the gameplay doesn't tire me out before my interest in the story (laughs) Uh, wanes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I got nothing to lose. Yeah. Except my time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to download it now. There is some multiplayer in it, I think, if you get far enough. Yeah. Once you get to, I think, Adventure Level 15. Uh, you it opens up uh, multiplayer or co-op nice. I should say and that's, that's the only co that's the only multiplayer otherwise it is just a single player world that you are in I'm always looking for new open world games so oh, try it out yeah yeah it, it, it from what I've seen and from what I've played because uh, I've been watching a lot of streamers or the streamers that I'd like to watch they've been playing it so I've been watching them and from what I've seen from them and from what I've played, it, it looks like it's just like Breath of the Wild. All right. <laughs> it is very evident, though, you are coming right in the middle of some long story that you have no idea about. <laughs> Whatever's going on. They in just this, throw you yeah, in. It starts off full-on anime, like multiple worlds, and you've landed here, but what happened last time? And there's a god in front of you. It's super anime. I'm just like, all right, fine. Give me a sword. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so anime. And uh, since a lot of the characters are, uh, you know, like the beautiful anime girls, uh, people have been calling it Breath of the Waifu. Ah. Uh, <laughs> or uh, or Breath, of, Breath of the Weeb. Uh, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> It's 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 kind of weird, yeah. <laughs> or kind of funny, I should say. Both, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's uh, Genshin Impact. Yes, it is nice. And then what about you, man? What did you play this week? Uh, this week I played uh, Willie Morgan and the Curse of Bone Town, which is a new indie release. It's been lots of fun. We played it on a Twitch stream on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I picked this game because it, it was advertised as being uh, like a tribute to Monkey Island, which is, I've talked about this endlessly, but it's one of my favorite games. Yeah. And this was made by a team of uh, four gentlemen from Imaginary Labs, which is based in Italy. Okay. And it's clearly just like, we love these type of games. We wanted to make a game like that. It has a really 
unique and really pretty art style where it's like if you took like a regular comic book panel but then you gave it like a fisheye lens and then all of the furniture is just like a little wonky and the whole world is like that like it's definitely on purpose it's a stylized choice and it's done so well um the puzzles were really fun and it has definitely lived up to its name mm -hmm. um because like every few scenes there's like an inside monkey island joke or like, <laughs> like a, a maniac mansion or a day of the tentacle like little hint somewhere mm -hmm. um which has been really great um, playing it on Twitch has been fun because when I miss something, someone in chat can be like, you know, you didn't click on the trash can. And I'm like, oh, all right, right. Or you uh, you tried the uh, do not disturb sign at every single door except for the one that it needed to be right? used on. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but I have the Twitch stream to set me straight. <laughs> Which has been great. Uh, you play as Willie. He's uh, the politest rude boy that, we, <laughs> that has ever existed in a, in a video game. His dad has gone missing and you're kind of like going through this mystery to find him. It's very classic point and click. Like I'm going to collect a bunch of weird items and then put together to make a thing but it's very charming they did a really mm. good job we're on the second level we're not very far into the story uh, but we did get to bone town which has like pirate themes to it which is also very adorable very monkey island and very fun so i'm really looking forward to jumping back into it it's it's gonna be good yeah and also because you're playing it on twitch there's a whole lot of bone town jokes there's a lot of bone town jokes <laughs> when Just you said the title my first thought was well that's unfortunate it's like skull and crossbones bones uh <laughs> yeah. get your minds out of the I mean, proverbial gutter. I'm just saying. It's just so easy. You just, it's too you know, easy. Just go, you can just go, just go swimming in the Bone Town jokes if you wanted to on Twitch. <laughs> yep. Just imagine them all. They're yeah. all there. I, They're all I there. I don't recommend swimming in Bone Town jokes. Though. I mean, just like <laughs> definitely uh, don't uh, recommend uh, that. I mean, I mean uh, granted, not it was protection. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's safe. Granted, it was made by four guys in Italy, so they probably don't know the vernacular of how that translates. I don't know if possibly, they that's didn't unfortunate. Know. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe. We'll have to look for the Italian translation. Yeah, maybe it's the, yeah, the not, real Italian. Sure. <laughs> maybe it's different. Maybe it's not Bone Town, which is unfortunate. It's just yeah. it's it's like for a game that's like puns and silly yeah, 90s yeah, yeah. humor. Yeah. I don't think that that went over their heads. Fair enough. But like it's also not it's not a there are no sexual references in the game. <laughs> yeah, the translation it's very lighthearted yeah, and family oriented. <laughs> the translation in Italian is uh, welcome to Sexville. Uh, but the games is a lot of fun though. Like for me, when I was watching you guys' stream, and it looks very like the other worlds from Coraline. Yes, like mm. like the the way that the art style is, especially like you were saying, like stuff kind of melts or just like kind of off a little bit. It's it's, it's really cool. So that was Willie Morgan and the Curse of Bone Town. And the Curse of Bone Town. I can't believe I got that name right. <laughs> I was making up those words as I was saying them Dude, in my brain. I was like, he's not gonna get this right. I was he not gonna, gonna get. <laughs> I haven't gotten two word no uh, things correctly before, but this one, no problem. <laughs> All right, so I'll do it for our games. That brings us to our news segment. News, 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 news. I couldn't say news fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be a lawnmower. News. Wait, a lawnmower or a chainsaw? <laughs> uh, same motor, right? It's the same motor. Actually, yeah, it's the same motor. It is. Actually, it's the same motor. No, 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 uh, so this week, uh, to start us off, Smash Brothers got an announcement or their next character in the Smash Pass or the Fighters Pass. Fighters Pass. Fighter Pass. Okay. And uh, it's going to be Steve it's from Minecraft. It's going to be Steve. <laughs> um, who? Exactly. It's the Minecraft guy. It's the Minecraft guy. What do you mean who? Who? It's, what do you mean who? It's Minecraft. Uh, don't pop you make your own person? No. 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 You're no. just you're just a block of hands. <laughs> 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 to begin with, I think you could eventually right, oh, okay. uh, customize a person, but yeah, it's 
it's the main character from Minecraft. Yeah. It's yeah. Steve uh, and Alex, I believe, as well. Uh, was not he, aware of Alex. Yeah, he's the just a like character swip. Right. Oh, right. I don't right. know who, who Steve is, and everyone's up on him. You don't know who Alex is. And everyone's like, that's understandable, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is the Luigi of it, like Joe was saying. I didn't know who Steve was. I saw that trailer, and I was like, but I thought you made your own character in that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you are your own character in yeah, that yeah. game. Steve is so just uh, very generic so that it doesn't really matter. Um, the game is very... <laughs> but, but Minecraft has become such a phenomenon that, yeah. that just a generic player has become okay. its own entity, so to speak. Yes. And, and, and uh, it's been very, very requested as a, as a Smash character. I was about to say, it's been, years it's now. been speculated on for so long. It's, yeah. really? it's actually really yeah. cool. Almost every one of the, yeah. the and, and, things they've announced, people have been thinking it was going to be Steve. Yeah, yeah, and they actually, they said that they actually had to rework every single level in order to get this character to work. Because it builds. Because yeah, the character builds, builds as, and fights. <laughs> Interesting. I, I mean, I could see the different tools being weapons and stuff in the right. same way that like the Animal Crossing character has a bunch of, yeah. I said that like I didn't know, like Isabel has a bunch of different like uh, uh, weapons. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of building seems really cool. Yeah. And some of the some of the moves seem the same. It's got a fishing move just like Isabel has. It has a, an anvil like Kirby has that it like drops down. And they do that a lot. They kind of, you know, swap yeah. in moves here and there. But they usually have at least one or two unique moves. And the unique thing seems to be they can literally just like build around you to like either <laughs> stop you from getting back on the, the level or mm-hmm. to get higher elevation so that it can drop on you. Um, and it looks like you may be able to like upgrade your equipment. You have like a sword and there may be an element of like making something, making something, putting it together and getting having a more powerful sword. Yeah, yeah you can now have the diamond sword versus yeah. an iron sword. Yeah. Which I like those ideas a lot. Uh, so and then also uh, later... Later on this month, the best deal in gaming is raising its price. Aha. Uh-huh. The PC Game Pass from Xbox is going to 9.99 instead of being 4.99. If you can you when you get Game Pass, are you able to buy a year in advance or you can only you are play not. monthly? You can only pay monthly. I tried. Actually, I saw it go up and I was like, "Oh, I got to buy a year right now and you can't." Yo, I wanted to <laughs> Disney Plus this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sneaky smart. Uh, the justification for Microsoft is that it's coming out of beta. It's been in beta this entire time in parentheses or whatever. Now it's out <laughs> of beta their justification is we want your money yeah we're, we're adding a <laughs> yeah. bunch of games they which can, they are they can just put justification fill in your own blank yeah. it doesn't matter it's, we're just gonna raise your price I just, how this works yeah. yeah i still think it's the best deal in gaming because even if you only play two of those games especially with a lot of the games being raised up to 70 dollars mm-hmm. even if you play two of those games a year you're still getting your money's worth and especially for players like me who only play games once yeah that that Game Pass is what I need for PlayStation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, agreed. I only really play games once. I might play other games. Overwatch. Yeah, but you play oh, games well, immediately, different. and uh, right. I, I, usually systems like that isn't like, hey, this game just came out and you can play it. It's like, hey, you're oh. gonna be able to play it for free, but it might be you know two months from now, which is no. like very reasonable. But new, sometimes no, this is it's day not one. Always. New uh, games. Yeah, um, yeah. New uh, game Game Pass gives you new games day one. Yeah, this is why I, I would want a PlayStation version of this. Yeah, uh, and then we have some CD news, and that's going to be brought to us by Joe. Yeah, real quick. Unfortunately, uh, CD Projekt Red had a little bit of an issue in the last couple of days. A leaked email came out, and it showed that unlike their statement last November, where they were trying to be very cool about not doing developer crunch before Cyberpunk came out, uh, they were pointing out that they were going to do right by their developers and do right by the gamers, and they were going to make sure that they didn't force them to work an insane amount of hours just before the game comes out so they could fix all the bugs. Well, this leaked email showed elsewise. Unfortunately, in the next six weeks before the game comes out, they're all going to have to work an extra day of the week at the very least. And they might be doing a lot of overnight and weekend shifts as well. 
And it kind of caused a huge backlash. And the I believe it was the person who is running the project uh, for Cyberpunk took all of the heat for it and said, this is my choice. That was my my decision. All the backlash belongs with me. I didn't mean to like have this happen, but we need to fix the bugs. And that's if we want to do right by the gamer. A lot of people are kind of split about it. Some people are like, oh, that's great. They're at least trying to be cool and put it out finally. Right. It's been delayed so many times now. But it's still one of those things where it's like, oh, man, they were doing really good by their developers. Like, And, and now it's kind of like, no, nah, you're, you're still still kind of cruddy to you know making them work really really hard right before the game comes out they can't hang out with their families it's the holiday time is it like mandatory well the email looks like it is and the statement that was put out by the person who's running it said it wasn't mandatory and they are being compensated and it is poland so they the compensation is very different than it is in a lot of uh, companies here that kind of just like better uh, so much better Oh, okay the way it works there is if you work on the weekends you get 200 percent if you have your mm-hmm. your normal salary if you work on a day another extra day shift it's at least 150 percent mm-hmm. if you work a night shift it's 150 percent so ultimately who the developers can bank a lot of money on this if they want to some of them have families i'm sure and don't want to some mm-hmm. of them probably are dealing with corona just like everybody else right and, yeah. and unfortunately the 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 person at the head of the project was like it's only mandatory for the people that have a bigger role and are the main programmers the main engineers the main developers everyone else it's completely voluntary they don't have to it's wish, like, but the email says elsewise I, I wish that that we could all just be cool <laughs> i'm on it i like that as an agent yeah yeah uh but yeah well you know it's just it's 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 bad all around we'll you know we'll figure it out one of these days <laughs> and then very quickly i just wanted to say the spider-man remaster got a new trailer and with it a new peter parker and uh, yeah. the new model looks a lot more like Tom Holland, and the internet isn't so sure about the new look. Yeah, me neither. I kind of like. I kind of like Peter Parker looking different from the Marvel. Yeah, Peter and not Parker. only did it look different, but this Peter does not look like he's been Spider-Man for ten years. He looks like he's nineteen or twenty. Yeah, like <laughs> it just doesn't track. So I just it, it just because for what, me it just doesn't look. Because I read the article, and what they tried to do is make it look actually more like the actor voicing him, but mm-hmm. younger. And I'm like, okay, but you went way, way too, too young. young. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, Spider-Man will have been, if he looks like he's 20, he will have been Spider-Man for about six years at that point. Yeah, but yeah. Miles Not looks 10. older than yeah. him. But, yes. Yeah, he looks like he's hanging out with Miles yes. versus say, mentoring Miles, him. Yeah, Miles <laughs> is really young. Supposed to and, the, and I also like the model because it had a little bit of all three of the Spider-Mans to yes, me in it. It had a little bit of Garfield. It had a little yeah. bit of Holland. It had a little bit of McGuire. Uh, McGuire. I, and yeah. I find it funny that they because they did that and then also modeled it more after the voice actor and but the voice actor is a man in his like mid to late forties, so it's like you could have just what just leave it. I just, <laughs> for me it should have just been leave it. You already had it in there. Yeah, just leave that's it. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get remastering it, but you don't need to go that far. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's all I had to say on that. And then Troy has the Tokyo Gaming News. That's right. TGS twenty twenty just wrapped up this week. Uh, a lot of fun announcements. I'm just gonna do a couple highlights. Uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, the the one versus one hundred game. Nice. Uh, NPC. They released Impa, one of the most beloved characters in high in uh, Zelda. She's the the guard of Zelda with the white hair, and yeah. she looks awesome. Nice. <laughs> uh, so they showed us some of that. Near the replicant version, point one, point two, two, four, seven, four, four, eight, seven, one, three, nine. Gosh, near. Wow, that's so they, near. They know so what they're near. doing. Just why? Um, it looks like they're remaking the first game, or, or something that feels like, like that, the first yeah. game, but like the first game before they were famous. Like they're going. Yeah, they Yoko Taro knows archives. what he's doing. <laughs> it's gonna be wacky. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be probably offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dynasty Warriors Nine announced. Doesn't matter. Nope. <laughs> it's nope. just Dynasty nope. Warrior. 
And um, that's kind of most of the the big things. A lot of more gameplay of games you already knew that was that were coming out. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, Devil May Cry. Uh, they just kind of fleshed out some of those. They did announce that Resident Evil Infinite Darkness will get a Netflix show officially oh, in Infinite. 2021. What is that? Oh. It's just a Resident Evil Netflix show. That's yeah, all that's all it is. Yeah. It's animated. Um, so that's fun. They, Netflix yeah. has been doing that video game thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they just released Dragon's Dogma. Which yeah. is real bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. So oh, bad. we didn't watch it yet. Really? It's oh, not good. God. Oh, my so God. It's so bad. bad. Like, Dragon's Dogma is my favorite game story of 2013. So slow. 20, and so the pacing is just not good. Too, too slow. It sucks, oh. man. Is, is the dialogue good? Or bad. Bad, too? Ask another question. Bad. Oh, oh <laughs> thank you for that, because I was really looking forward to watching it, but I kept meaning to ask you guys if it, like, oh, thank you. There's Even a the good, shocking acting? moment in the first episode where you're just like, <gasps> And that and was kind of fun. <laughs> uh, Even the voice acting, though? Generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything yeah. else news from uh, Tokyo Gaming, or is um, that it? Those are kind of the main things. It, it was really just fleshing out a lot of titles that you already knew yeah. were coming out. Fair um, enough. This was no surprise. The Xbox Series S price has already been reduced in Japan. Yeah, because <laughs> it was mirroring the United States, with the yeah. exception of the Xbox Series S, which was thirty, basically the equivalent to $30 more than the equivalents. And people were like, "What? why did you do that? Why did you just mirror it perfectly? Like, and so they did. They ended up lowering it to what it would have been in the United States. Uh, the the one the one game that I really am interested in is called Gigabash. It's a B movie style four player arena brawler in which there are giant kaiju monsters and you're like Power Rangers <laughs> that are battling it out. I don't know. Whoa. I can't. That sounds awesome. That sounds that's, Joe. That's the TGS that I want. That's awesome. In my it sounds like Gods of Gods of Monsters. I believe it used oh, okay. to be the old Neo Geo uh, game. Oh, which man. was really great. I'm just seeing a picture of the Blue Ranger drop kicking a robot, and I'm for it. it yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds a lot like Gods and Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so there's lots more that happened. Check out TGS. Look it up. There's a lot of different things on YouTube that you can check out. Cool. Good times. I'm, I'm nice. happy they got they got to do it somehow. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And then uh, that brings us to my favorite segment, which is Turn Up For What? Turn Up For What? And this week is going to be brought to us by Joe from Katsusando. Welcome to another windy week in Animal Crossing. This week has brought us an endless eggcorn hunt, the last bug off of the season, the best birthday of them all, and a spooky update. The unending insanity of shaking trees and receiving nothing but another stick is driving some islanders to the brink of madness. And eggcorn drops on an average of once every 50 tree shakes. So get shaken if you want to have enough eggcorns to make all the fun fall craftables. Flick was back for the final bug-off tournament of the year. Hopefully everyone was able to score that cool 300 points for the golden bug-off trophy. September has one of the most important birthdays to celebrate in the Animal Crossing calendar. That's right, Mr. Number One, the top villager himself, Marshall, has his birthday on September 29th. But hot on the heels of such a glorious day is Raymond on October 1st. Check out your town bulletin board for details on your islanders' birthdays. Make sure to bring them a gift and wrap it. That's a wrap. <laughs> that was just for you, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> October 1st brings a spooky trick or treat fun to everyone's islands. The Czar of Halloween, Jack himself, sent everyone a letter with a picture of him. And now, the best part, though, you can plant pumpkin starts to create patches of beautiful orange, white, or green pumpkins in your town. Make sure to try and buy him from Leaf. His prices are half the price of Nook's. And that's your slice of Animal Crossing pie. This is Joe from Katsusando signing off, reminding you to look up for the shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons. 
Turnip for what? Cool. That brings us to our Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. I wasn't on board with that bit, but now it's my favorite. Right? <laughs> the only bit you wanted. I, I close my eyes when we sing it. <gasps> That's awesome. Uh, and this week is going to be brought to you by Troy. So, I love role play in video games. Uh, and oh. even <laughs> that's that's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I'm not disappointed. Thank you. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> and even more so, I love adding role play elements to games that aren't necessarily role playing games. So I was interested in the table here. Um, how do you approach uh, role playing when it comes to just your regular video games? Do you okay. play it mostly from your perspective, like I myself playing through, or do you try to inhabit the characters and see it from their point of view? Because sometimes that could be counterintuitive to the game you're playing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know where I stand on this. <laughs> where do you stand on this, Troy? <laughs> I am all in into the role play aspect, even <laughs> at the detriment of the game itself. It's uh, I'm I'm pretty notorious. I, I think I told you all the story of me being in Skyrim, mm -hmm. and I would instead of actually playing the game, I just kind of went through and made my daily life. I would go out adventuring. I would come home to my kids. I would have them do chores. I would feed them. There's no feed mechanic in that game. I would just give them bread, and then in <laughs> my head be like, oh, like they're eating. I just fill that in that blank just oh, for God. funsies. Oh God! I would then <laughs> I would then go to the bar. I would get a drink. I would get like two drinks, and then I would go to sleep. Uh, wake up the next day and do it again. Like it was a lot of fun role playing. That's a role playing game though, so it's kind of easy. But like I said, I do that with NBA 2K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will do a thing where if I'm playing a game, I will, I will, and I can customize a character. I'll keep their hair short, mm -hmm. and then as I play, I will go and start making their hair longer and like whatnot to show time is passing. Like I will totally try and make that character feel like they are part of that world because then I feel part of that world. Well, that's me. <laughs> uh, what about you, Amanda? I like buying into the role play aspect of the game, but I'm definitely more like centrally focused. Like I don't enjoy games as much when I can't create my own character. Mm -hmm. Like, like not that, not that, nothing against like every writer in the entire world, but like uh, usually when it's like a like a character, I just end up not relating to them quite as much. But if I make my own character, I do have a tendency to fill in the blank spaces between things mm -hmm. yeah. or like deciding my own headcanon for why I'm here or doing a thing. <laughs> or uh, the, the last time I played through uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, because I will use any excuse to talk about Dragon Age. You will. Of course, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is I, I played as an elf character and then I decided instead of being like, oh, I, I'll make good choices or bad choices or pro Templar or pro mage. I was like, no, I'm going to make all elf choices. Like anything that benefits elves at any cost. And that was super fun to just take a game and kind of like tweak it a little bit and play it again. That's awesome. Um, so I, I'd say like I'm a halfway on the fence. Like I'm, I'm buying into the role play, but like it's got to be like my story. Mm -hmm. I understand. I'm kind of like that with you. However, for me, I have, I have to be able to kind of customize my character somehow at the beginning. Like with Mass Effect with Commander Shepard. Mm -hmm. I still made a female Commander Shepard. But I was Commander Shepard because I made them how I could. You know, I was able to customize them and everything. Mm -hmm. However, like in Horizon Zero Dawn, that's absolutely Aloy's story. Right. Yep. right. I'm playing as Aloy. 
and but, I'm doing things as Aloy would be. So you feel like Aloy, or you feel like you playing Aloy? I feel like myself playing oh, Aloy. See, I'm Aloy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. How are I am Commander Shepard, though, no matter if yeah. she's female yeah. or whatever. So if there's some type of customizable thing, yes. you feel more I feel a little bit more invested in, in it. Correct, yeah. Okay. I absolutely stand by Aloy's story in, yeah. in Horizon Zero Dawn because that was the story that developers were trying to tell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally, and, totally. Uh, still, Dick, yeah, both great ways to experience the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was always like, all right, what would Aloy do in this situation? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to tell her story, even though I was creating, you know, making the choices, but it was still the the story that I think she would have experienced in my head. Mm-hmm. Even in that example, I have a hard time taking myself out of that. Like I definitely have played video games. So it was like, yeah. And now the character has to go like kill this person or steal this thing. And uh-huh. it's like, and then I feel bad. I want to stop playing. <laughs> like I don't, I have a hard time buying into the character so much. That it's like, no, they're angry. And this is their, their like their story. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, yeah. I disagree. And I don't want to do it. Sometimes I will walk someplace instead of running just because it makes more sense. But it takes me like an hour to get somewhere just if, because I'm like, why would they Why would they run? There's no reason to run. I wouldn't like, be running. I'm just yeah, walking. In Final Fantasy Jesus. 15, he always took the car. He never fast traveled. Oh, yeah. He always oh, just rode the car. But that the was car great. was dope. And yeah. that's also the car was got dope. some dope Final yeah, the Fantasy car was dope. tunes you could, <laughs> you could put in That there. was definitely true. Uh, what about you, Joe? Uh, it very rarely do I play a game where I am so immersed in it that I feel like I need to make choices as the character. Mm-hmm. Okay. I almost always choose how I would choose to play or what, if this was my, me in this situation, my, my like Ghost of the Shim is a phenomenal choice, like, like point in this. Right. At, there's a point in the game where you have to do something that is so horrible. And if I had the opportunity to say, no, I don't want to do it, I would have. Mm-hmm. Because me, as a person, would never have done that. Mm-hmm. And I tried desperately just to get into to Jin's story and play as him. But I was still making tons of choices as if I wanted to know. He, right. they, you would talk with characters and they go, what do you want to know about? And they give you two choices. And I'd, I'd always choose the thing I would want to know about, mm-hmm. not the thing I think Jin actually see, should ask them. That, that, mm-hmm. that, see, that's my problem is, is that I get to those points and it's not something that I would do. And that's, I think that's why I try to go deeper into the role play so that when it comes to those questions, I feel like I don't have as much conflict. Yeah, but then are, how are you angry and uncomfortable later? I like oh, okay. Oh, well, then there's also the objective oh, side. No, I was joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I think for me, good role play, Mandy. <laughs> a really good amount of games are I play games the way I want to play them, mm-hmm. and so like a lot of the time there'll be a, a mechanic in a game that I don't quite like, so I will do whatever I can to just not use that mechanic. I, love I will that. find a way around every stupid thing I don't like doing in a game, and it may take me 50 tries. Yeah, but I will find a way to do it the way I want to do That's it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So because I do that, it's almost like any game where you're playing is the role and it's so invested it's still hard for me to be like but I don't want to do that I don't <laughs> right. like the idea that I have to walk into that room and murder all yeah. of those people kill all the like, little piggies like yeah. I don't I don't want to do it I don't, I'm not about that life can I can I find a way around yeah. having to do this and then I, I will like try that. everything I can and then if I have to do it like like the horrible thing you have to do in Ghost of Tsushima, like when you're poisoning everybody. Right. I, when you have to do it, it's like, I just, I get I get mad. I get like Manda and I was like, I don't want to play anymore. Right. Like I'm upset. If this game doesn't make me feel good at the end of doing that, like when they take your horse, I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> I don't think I can do this. I'm so, and I'm destroyed because I'm destroyed for the character, but that's also because I loved that horse. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. horse went on that journey with me. Yeah. So for me, it's hard to, to take myself out of the equation, especially when they give you options to be a little more you. Like, sure. but I don't do it in customizable games. 
I don't want to play a game where I look like myself a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I want to play as Mario. I want to play as Zelda. I want to play as Link. I want to play, like, I want to play as these characters, but apparently I, I don't because I'm still going <laughs> to act like myself. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is so weird. This is yeah. deep. Finding things that. out about yourself. Yeah, darn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they should be a little more like me. <laughs> no, no, they really shouldn't. No, really all right, cool. Lewis, you have been throwing some judgy all rights and okays my way. Your arms no. are crossed okay. right now. <laughs> what? what? You got something to say, bud? Do you think What's there's up? an impossible? here what's going <laughs> what's on your mind bud did Nothing. anyone find a dead body <laughs> oh god uh it's just it's it's fascinating you guys yeah. man you guys think a lot when you play video games i'm just <laughs> he's just murdering people uh, I, given the way lewis plays video games i hope that he doesn't relate to the characters that he's playing Look, the, that's only the way i play games where i'm just like all right i'm gonna just Kill people for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing the story. I'm just gonna kill people for an hour. Literally for a specific reason. Okay? How frightening well, would it be if Lewis was like, oh, you know, I really relate to every character I play. I feel like it's just a dude, part of myself I in that watched, murder stream. Uh, I watched you play that GTA game, and it was disturbing. It was fun, but disturbing in all the same time. But how how do you how do you do role play? Um, how do for, you do it? for role play. Um, I don't really think about it that much. I don't know. I, I, I don't try to be like the character. Uh-huh. And, and I don't really think I'm like, oh, man, what would I do in the, if I was in this situation? I just kind of almost choose whatever. I, I don't know. I just choose randomly sometimes. You just um, go. Yeah. I just go. I just, I just, I just go about almost by, by pure instinct. Really? Um, yeah, pretty much. Like if there's a choice in the game for me, I'm there for like a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm there for yeah. I'm there for a while. As I'm well. there like, for like maybe max like two minutes. I'm, no, I I, I read little, I read yeah. one. I read the other. I'm like, hmm, okay, that one. No, <laughs> I have been doing a thing that's a little more Lewis. It's like I read them and then whatever my first instinct is, I was right. like, no, I have to do that one. And yeah. like, even if I, I think it's too. the wrong choice, yeah. I was like, no, the first thing I thought of was this, and that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah. I will say that when it's a customizable game, um, I don't try to make them look like myself. I actually usually try to make them a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Solely for the fact because for the majority of video games, women characters aren't main characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, why don't I just be a woman? I'm like, I wouldn't see a woman otherwise in a game. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> as terrible as that is to say, it's fact. the truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I don't really think about it very much. I, I'm like, oh, this is a video game. I'm playing a video game, so I'm gonna run to places. I'm I... gonna do these things. Uh, and cool, I'm gonna do this thing I probably shouldn't be doing. I played GTA Four. And stopped at every red light. I know you did, man. On the I know you did because there was just no like. Why would I break the law? I, was, I, I had know you, you did. It wasn't necessary. I run people over in Sleeping Dogs and say I'm sorry every time it happens. <laughs> she does. I, I, if you have to hurt something an NPC in a game, and I do, I do it. And I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Oh gosh, I, I, I normally wouldn't do this. This is really terrible. I, I run people over, and then I. Whenever I get somewhere, I get out of the car just so I could see the blood on the car. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. I, I will say this. <laughs> it, it, the better the game is, the deeper I am in the role play. Like, if I'm at the point that I'm stopping at red lights, that means that the game has really gotten me. Right. For the most games are not that good. Right. Yeah, I yeah, mean, right. not that games are bad, but like that, like to that level. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I am more like you, where I'm just like, I'm just going to go and have a fun, go for an adventure, just be on this roller coaster and have fun. I do. Um, I do walk when I'm indoors. I put my weapons away when I talk to people, right, even if you right. don't have to, just right. because. I feel like right. it's rude to talk to someone yeah, with your yeah, weapon. Yeah. Why is it brandish? Yeah. You don't need to. You're not like, gonna no. hurt them. I, I get upset if the game won't let me put my weapon away. Me too. I was like, you're like pointing your guns at someone. <laughs> All and the it's time. Just like, yeah. I think the only game I've done that for is Red Dead Two because it was so detailed that it made it so you had to do those yeah. things. Also, also the the 
the button to talk to them was the same button to shoot them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you didn't put your gun away, you just bang. Bam. It's like, whoops. Yeah. Well, I guess I gotta run. The town dies. <laughs> I, I did stop watching Brian play Red Dead for a while because when he first got it, he accidentally shot like a horse in front of me. He's like, I, he's I was like, like I'm I was trying just, to get I was on. I trying it. to get on it. I was just trying to get on it. I'm like, I don't think I can watch this game. <laughs> I just like got up and I walked out of the room. I was like, I'm going to grab Dr. Mario. I need to go kill viruses to not be it upset. Is, it is brutal. I, I will say that I gotten because I in when I played Grand Theft Auto Five I was playing as a character of Trevor who is kind of a maniac right. yes right and I was kind of behaving like a maniac right. to the point where like I'm gonna channel Amanda and then I saw a dog and I started chasing the dog <laughs> in the car <laughs> and, and I'm asking this room like should I hit the dog no no and I'm just chasing the dog around and <laughs> you were in it was my really car. funny yes I couldn't hit it it was I couldn't do it but I kept I kept trying I'm really that glad that, that dog ran circles around you oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but okay, so it seems like we all do it a little bit differently. Yeah. Not a single one of us is kind of like all on the same page, best, which is great. Yeah. Best thing about video games is they're all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they are. Whatever you want to play, yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that topic. Nicely done, Troy. Yeah, man. Good so I'll do it for our Mighty Mosotista topic. <laughs> Explosion sound. That brings us to uh, Dragon of the Week. Do. A do, a do, a do. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so free. It's the dragon of the week. It'll make you think. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance to learn about someone or some company within the games industry and to share it with you all. Dive a little deeper in, the, in this world we call games. And this week, Brian himself will be dropping a dragon of the week in our honorary position today i will uh, and this week i'm going to be doing gabe newell co-founder of valve i've heard of him you have yeah <laughs> valve? yeah they're, they do they're, they're a little bit of a thing they make the orange games <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, there is a game one of them uh <laughs> so gabe was born in colorado in uh, 1962 and he went to high school in california uh, he ended up going to harvard for his degree which you know completely makes sense for him uh, but during his third year there, he went and he visited his brother in Seattle. And uh, unfortunately, though, his brother had just started a new job and couldn't really hang out with him. Uh, so since they couldn't hang out, Gabe was like, well, I'll just hang out with my brother at his job. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've heard this story before, but with a different person. Right. Like older brother. Yeah. You're just like, I'm going to learn about computers now with you. Yeah. He was just like, oh, just hang out with him at his yeah. new job. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh. But one of his brother's bosses got kind of mad that he was there all the time. Oh, and nice. so so he went up to Gabe and was like, hey, uh, if you're going to be here just hanging out, you need to do something useful. How old was Gabe at this point? Um, so this is, I think this was his third year of college. So he's around 20, 21. Okay, all right. So it's not like, hey, I'm, a, I'm an eight-year-old. No, 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 no. no, no. no. He was oh, a hey, little kid. Bro. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know what? You're eight years old. Design stuff. <laughs> yeah. also, no, no free rides also here. Also, third year of Harvard. Like, That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're a really smart eight-year-old. Yeah, right? <laughs> that would be. <laughs> and it turned out, though, his brother's boss was Steve Ballmer, and that new job was at Microsoft. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Gabe got offered a job at Microsoft because he was just there being distracting for his brother. <laughs> oh, hell Wait, yeah. can I do that? This can was I 1983, show up at sir. So I can't just show up at no, places. No, no, okay. no. Can I, can I have an older brother? <laughs> I got to start with that first. Yeah, right? <laughs> So he ends up doing what the founder of Microsoft, Bill Gates, did, dropping out of Harvard. Ah, classic. <laughs> nice. He goes to work at Microsoft and is a producer on the first three releases of Windows. 
Oh my goodness. Now, one of the problems though was with the newest release of Windows, Windows 95, was that people didn't really see see it as a good gaming platform. Uh, I would I would contest that. At the time. <laughs> Minesweeper, Chips Challenge, <laughs> Solitaire. 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 For real. No Nailed joke. King Cell. <laughs> so, uh, but he, while he was doing that though, he saw a little shareware game called Doom and was Doom. like it was like, "Whoa, this is way better than any NES or any other console game." Debatable. <laughs> I, I said he thought this. I know, I'm, just saying, I'm just I'm just I'm <laughs> So so he went and he put it on a laptop and he started going around to all the different offices and showing people, hey, look at this game. This it's is set, it's set in hell. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna like, like it. Like this is amazing. And uh so he went so far as he contacted John Carmack, the creator of Doom, and was oh. like, Yo, we want to port this game over to Windows and we'll do it for free. <laughs> that's how you make a deal. Wow. That's and how you make a deal. That's a very smart move. Yeah, he got some of his engineers to just start doing it. Even before he asked John Carmack, he's like, <laughs> yo, start trying to port this. I'm going to contact him. Now that's a flex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that became the Windows port of Doom. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so now one of Game's friends ended up leaving Microsoft for ID Software, which was the creators of Doom. And uh, it, it, that was to work on their newest game, Quake. Oh, and my gosh. And so the all, these, all the all Doom Quake these are like the bedrock of modern gaming, right? <laughs> and so the friend and John Carmack, because John Carmack had talked to Gabe, told Gabe and his other friend that was still working at Microsoft, Mike Harrington, you know, y'all y'all should probably quit working at Microsoft and just start a game studio. And so <laughs> sure. Gabe and Mike went uh, Gabe and Mike went down to ID uh, Software and talked with John, and they're like, hey, you know, let's just see what we can think of, you know, think of some ideas. And so John ended the meeting with, well, here's the source code to Quake. Wow. Whoa. Go make a game. Wow. <laughs> He's like, hey, remember when you put our uh, our game on your system for free? Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> and so Gabe and Mike looked at each other and were like, well, I guess we got to make a game studio now. And Goodness. so they did. Jesus. Uh, so this is what, like late 90s? Uh, this was 1996. Okay, okay, okay. And so uh, they signed the paperwork to start Valve Software the same day that Gabe got married to his wife. Aww. Aww. Like, <laughs> the same pen. Just signed yeah, the right? marriage contract. <laughs> got, yep. Like, I've been married. You've been married, Troy. Yep. Like, that that day is already pretty nerve-wracking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I could also start a new company at the same day. <laughs> Like nah, bro. Thanks. I agree. Nah, you know, I'm we'll, good. We'll, we'll, I'm asleep. Yeah, I'm gonna wait like like a little while. But also probably like, hey, this wedding was expensive. Let me get that business going. <laughs> we need that revenue. So so he leaves Microsoft after working there for 13 years in 1996. Okay. And uh, both he and Mike had enough money from selling off their Microsoft shares uh, that they didn't really have to worry about finances to begin with. Mm-hmm. And uh, But since they were just two guys from Microsoft that had worked in an office all their life, they really didn't think they were going to make an amazing game. Like, they were worried <laughs> that they were just going to make a mediocre game and have to crawl back to Microsoft. Like, man. <laughs> I call it Solitaire 2. Right? <laughs> Too Solitaire. Groundbreaking. <laughs> it has 55 cars. Oh. Oh. It's we, multiplayer. We include the Joker. <laughs> uh, but... You know, that didn't happen. Otherwise, Gabe Newell wouldn't be my dragon of the week, and the game (laughs) industry as a whole would be completely different. (laughs) Uh, They would release the critically acclaimed Half-Life and sell gangbusters. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, 
Half-Life is their first game. First game. That can't be wow. their first game. First game. I always figured that Half-Life is one of the, the, the major games of, uh, of our generation. Yeah, um, definitely. I always figured that they had done something before that. They had announced, I think, another game called Progeny. Okay. But it never got released. Oh, so Half-Life was their first game. That's amazing. That's a game And uh, it actually ended up selling more in its third year than it did in its first. <laughs> and that's because of mods. Oh, um, no. People had created mods for Half-Life that completely changed the game. You've most likely heard of them uh, from Team Fortress to Counter-Strike to Day of Defeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people were buying the game just what? to play the mods. Counter-Strike is a Half-Life mod? Yeah. Holy wow. crap. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And Valve, but more importantly Gabe, saw these people and wisely decided to purchase their mods and the teams. Like, Counter-Strike was made by two people, a high school student and a college student that had never met. He's <laughs> yeah. he, he's really good at doing this. He's yeah. part of a company. He sees someone is doing something cool uh-huh. on like the, on something that they're using. He's like, all right, just come here yeah. and do it here. I'll, oh. I'll be it for free. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he... <laughs> Yeah, he's even stated like, "Oh, how did you do so well? You know, you're just you're you know right out the gate." And he's like, "Well, I, we hired the correct people. We were able to to foster these relationships with other people, and we just hired the correct ones." So they ended up hiring those two people. They ended up buying their mod and brought them into Valve and fully incorporated into their own game. Mm. Uh, and same with the other mods that I mentioned, both Team Fortress and Day of Defeat. And uh, after the success of Half-Life, though, the only logical conclusion was to make a Half-Life 2. (laughs) And uh, it was announced only six months after the release of Half-Life. And uh, during this time, co-founder Mike was was planning a vacation with his wife. And he was trying to have a he was having like a come to Jesus moment. He was like, I don't really know if I want to sit here and make a game for four years. Right. You know. Um, I'm on vacation right now. Yeah, I'm having like this small. I, I got a cucumber press coming up. I just, I, I want to do this. Yeah, I still got Microsoft money. Now I got Valve money. You know, <laughs> like, so, so his answer was no. So he, he, he sold his shares of, it, of his company to Gabe. Okay. And uh, and he went to travel the world. Wow! And I actually went to try to do a dragon on Mike Harrington. Right. Uh, there's nothing. Like he's pretty <laughs> much just dropped off the face of the earth after this happened because he's now he he built a 77 foot boat with his wife and they've oh just been goodness. sailing the okay. world. Wow. That makes me want to do him even more. Right. right. Like just stop about gaming and just talk about his adventures. I've tried so many times. <laughs> you should make a video game about someone who builds a 70 foot yacht and then sails around the world. Damn. There we go. We're right? gonna make his story. <laughs> Uh, so unfortunately though Gabe lost his co-founder but more importantly he lost his friend yeah and uh, but as they say you know the show must go on and there was lots of drama during Half-Life 2 uh, from the source code getting stolen and leaked on the internet a full year before the game came out uh, to a bitter lawsuit with their publishers over who owned the rights to Half-Life to the game being released a full year after it was supposed to it was a tough time for Gabe, but he still persevered. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and during all this, he was also starting up Steam. He was doing all these other things, which is just cr- you know crazy to think Ooh, about. Right. Uh, if you ever uh, want to look up the story of Half Life Two, um, uh, Jeff Keighley actually mm-hmm. did a great write up uh, when he was still with GameStop. Okay, great. And it is forever long, and it just details <laughs> all of Half Life Two's woes. Oh wow, it's okay. crazy. Um, and so, you know, like I said, Valve would go on to launch Steam, which would take over the complete and utter digital marketplace of selling games. Yeah. Steam is 
like your your PC, if you have gaming, you just have a Steam machine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is is kind of how they they made themselves. Yeah, and they would also never release a game with the number three in the title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, Gabe nowadays is still at Valve. He's still pumping away at whatever Gabe wants to do, which currently is being safely held out in Zo- New Zealand for the pandemic. Okay, they, he they, and his they potted up. Uh, he and his family and some friends were just happened to be vacationing there when the pandemic hit, and they were just like, "We're just gonna stay." Wow, that's just—that's just, that's the classic. You're lost in the woods. Let's build a house. Yeah, <laughs> we got the money. Let's just stay. We live here now. <laughs> and uh, so Gabe is just an awesome dude, and he still loves gushing about other companies. Famously, during Orange Box's development, he banned anyone in the development team from playing Bioshock. <laughs> Because it would distract from releasing their own uh, game. Uh, <laughs> he's not wrong. He's no, not wrong. He's absolutely all. not wrong. Uh, he would actually give a copy to everyone once it was released. Okay. Once Aww. it was released, like here's your here's your reward. Here's Bioshock. Yes. Go play it. <laughs> everyone plays Bioshock. He's like, oh man, why didn't we do that? <laughs> the, uh, Valve, if you don't know, I don't know if I still currently is, but they're a flat level company. There are no bosses. Oh, you cool. decide oh, what you that. want to work on. Oh. The employee handbook was actually, uh, I think, leaked uh, in 2012 or 2013. And basically, it's just like, decide what you want to work on. What That's going to be your hardest so, job here is figuring so out what you want to do. Valve has always been notorious for me. For number one, yes, notorious in all the right ways. Being known for making the Half-Life series, Half-Life 2, mm-hmm. Half Team Fortress, and Portal. Yes. All these great franchises and also having the Steam platform. But they're always known for those games just coming out kind of whenever. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's if, not like you know you have The Witcher one, two, and three, and mm-hmm. there's a deadline and there's a there's a a full plan for it. And I didn't realize they had that type of infrastructure, which makes sense. Yeah, yep. it's just going to get done if enough people want to do it, and if enough people don't want to do it, it's just not going to get done. No, nope. <laughs> the handbook is mostly about like. So what are you going to do here? Like, it really is just like, how do you decide what you want to do here? Like, it is very, very like... The handbook is like, why'd you open me up? Yeah, (laughs) the handbook very much is so like, well, we hired you for a reason. Figure it out. Like, you know, if you have a cool idea, you know, what do you want to work on? Well, discuss it with some another team member. If you guys both like it, start working on it. Seems to be working. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then also, fun fact... He told everyone on the Half-Life 1 team that if their game reached number one, he would treat them to a vacation. Well, they ended up going to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Wow. <laughs> oh, damn, nice. Yeah. I think they've done one almost every year since then. I think yeah. uh, according to the employee handbook, they the last one that they did, <laughs> their that's, tenth... the, that's the only other thing in the employee handbook. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Is do what you want. We're going to go on vacation. Yeah, it was year. like the very first vacation. It only had 30 people, zero kids. Uh, the last one that they did, I think it had like... 200 and something people and 150 kids or something like that. Wow, <laughs> that was a busy year. Yo, that's, uh, well, that's who went on the vacation. Yeah, right, 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 right. Not what was consummated on the vacation. <laughs> oh. Uh, so yeah, that's Gabe Newell. He's an awesome dude. Look up his story. There's there's just way too much to even do in One yeah. Dragon. Like, yeah, we're here just to tease you. Just to, oh yeah, we're yeah. here to be this like, hey, there are people your behind interest. the games. Please learn more about them. Play more of their games. Yeah, like I said, I didn't even talk about the sh- the it, troubles they had with Steam, with with all these other things that they've done. You could say, Brian, that you gave us a taste, taste. of a dragon. <laughs> oh, oh. Is that what we mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we that clever? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Joe shaking her head yes. <laughs> Emphatically. Emphatically. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that'll do it for this week's dragon, and that'll do it for this week's episode. Unfortunately, 
But you can always find us online. That's right. Check us out on Instagram. We do a lot of updates throughout the week, a lot of fun content, pictures. Uh, we're going to be starting soon a some collection pictures that I've been archiving. Oh, yes. And uh, so maybe every Tuesday, check out some uh, collections that we have uh, on there. But also make sure to check out our Twitter, which is solely focused or mostly focused on highlighting independent games and independent developers. Uh, Mandy, do you have a independent developer that you caught your interest this week? Yes, this week in honor of October, I found the perfect Halloween game. The game is called Prim. It's a point-and-click adventure game that is 2D. It has an Invader Zim art style, but it's in black and white, and it looks macabre and creepy, but also super cute and silly. Uh, it's The demo is going to be released at the end of October. Fantastic. Thank you. Nice. And finally, online, check us out at Twitch. We have started the Taste of Dragons Gaming Network, which means that all of us and a few other friends of the family, um, we are having different programming pretty much every day on Twitch. Unique, interesting, conceptual work. Uh, yeah. Groundbreaking, some would say. Groundbreaking. <laughs> um, and we just love to hang out with you all. So please come hang out with us. And you can find that schedule on Instagram as well to see who is streaming when and what we'll be streaming. We do a lot of different content. Probably right. a little more Halloween stuff going into October. Uh, That's yeah. right. And uh, we also just reached affiliates. That's right. On Twitch, as of this week, we are now affiliates. <laughs> so please feel free to pop by, drop us a follow. If you're feeling randy, throw a subscription in there uh we would really appreciate it and uh yeah make sure to listen to us next sunday for our new episode of taste of dragons why am i promoting the show that i'm on right because <laughs> <laughs> that's how the show works baby we're just always promoting promoting yeah, promoting promote, promote, promote. i'm sure so you, sorry about that make sure <laughs> not to miss are. this episode you just listened to <laughs> <laughs> you just downloaded it when you downloaded it oh <laughs> yeah you could rate it i mean that'd be cool oh yeah do that yeah like, leave us some comment. comments some rates it, it helps the algorithm a lot so we yeah, appreciate judge that. us Wait, <laughs> I'm going to judge you yeah. really harshly yeah. after this, Lewis. Oh, yeah, Lewis, like you judged me over my role play tendencies. <laughs> I didn't judge you. I just went, yeah, that's Troy. And we all judged you on Among Us. You were the first to die. <laughs> Never ending. Never ending. Uh, but yeah, as always, though, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are The, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Nice. I just killed Lewis. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's day.